How is everybody doing? I'm gonna wait a minute and let people get on. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and get started. So today, we've been running around again. Like I said yesterday, God had told us to drive somewhere. Was it yesterday? Yeah, that God had told us to drive somewhere on assignment. Well, we're still in that location. So we've been doing driving around today. So I'm going to get on from the car again. Hello, everyone. And today, what I'm going to talk about is um, the gift of discerning of spirits. That's definitely the focus. It's definitely a gift to operate in. Um, it comes from Holy Spirit. Let me pull up the verse. 1 Corinthians 12, 4-11. Really, I won't start at 4. I'll go to 1 Corinthians 12, verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. Or I'll do 10 through 11. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So, Holy Spirit gives the gift, discerning of spirits. And it is probably my favorite gift to operate in. Hello? Because if you want to know who is around you, gift of discerning of spirits will des definitely point out what they're operating in, who this person is. For example, say you're around somebody and you're uncomfortable, but you don't understand why you're uncomfortable press into it that's holy spirit showing you something i'll i'll speak about examples that have happened in my life um one place that i'll start at is decoy and i's wedding there was it like after the ceremony and stuff we were at the reception and there was this girl that it came up to, or this woman she came up to me she was so excited just so happy to see me and i'm thinking okay i know this has to be from decoy's side because i don't know who this is and she walks up to me just so excited like almost like it was like this long time friend that i hadn't seen in a while is the way she acted towards me and i'm like who is this i'll just ask decoy about it later so she come over she's talking to me she pulls out her um her camera not on her phone it was like a digital camera she pulls out the camera she takes a picture of her and i together and then um you know she goes off and or she made sure too to tell me that she had i guess got us a wedding gift too but the whole time I'm thinking something is off, like who is this person? So I was thinking I'll ask Decoy about it later. So after the reception and all that, Decoy and I are putting the gifts in the car and we're leaving. And Decoy and I are talking about her and Decoy's like, I've never met her before. She was a friend of a friend. So somebody that Decoy had invited to the wedding invited this girl as her plus one to come to the wedding. And this girl 100% or woman was 100% a witch. So I remember when we found out which gift she gave us, before we even got to the hotel, we made sure we stopped off somewhere and threw it in a dumpster. I'm pretty sure it was like uh, glass cups or something. But both of us picked up that something was off. How? Because Holy Spirit showed us. How did Holy Spirit show us? Through the gifts of, gift of discerning of spirits. So you definitely wanna operate in this. You can ask Holy Spirit to increase it. And also the more you, um, like for example, I pressed into that, Decoy and I talked about it and we realized, okay, this is what's going on. Instead of ignoring it, it increased it. And so we became more aware of it. So basically like the more you use a gift, um, the more you will operate in it, the more you will recognize what's going on, the more that red flag will, security system whatever will start beeping like uh, uh something's going on here um and i'll say with mine majority of the time how mine operates is it's like a witch detector if there is there can be a hundred people in the room 
and I can see somebody far across the room and my witch detector is gonna go off. Like red flag, alarm system, amber alert, so to speak. Like you will hear it'll, and I remember in the beginning when I operated and I didn't know what it was. Nobody explained it to me. Nobody, nobody around me that I knew of picked up on witches. Nobody around me operated in um, the gift of discerning of spirits that I knew of. Nobody had, had explained it. So when it first started happening, I was like, what is this? What's going on? Why do I feel uncomfortable around this person? Why do I not like this person? I'm like, why Why do I not like this person? There's no reason why I shouldn't like them. But you're thinking it's something, you may think that it's something on the inside of you, like maybe there's something you need to deal with. Maybe there's something you need to pray about on the inside of you as far as why you don't want to be around this person, why you don't like this person. At least that's, what's ha that's what happened to me in the beginning, when really it's the gift operating. But like I said, the more you press into it, the more you believe that God is trying to speak to you, the more you will be aware that you're operating in the gift. You, you operate in it more than you think. And another thing I wanna say is, in the beginning, it will feel like a lot. It'll feel like you're picking up on so much that it's like, no, some of this has to be the enemy trying to me, you know, trying to make me think something's going on or the enemy trying to make me think that something's wrong with this person. That's how much the gift will turn on. The more you activate into it, the more you believe something is going on, the more your eyes will open up to it. To the point, like I had said to Decoy many times in the beginning of our marriage, it was like, is everybody a witch? Because when God turned on the light switch of the gift, first of all, you can't turn it off. I remember there were times, there were so many witches that God was pointing out to me that I was like, is everybody a witch God? Because that's what it felt like. And they, it felt like they were all over the place. We would go to Walmart, for example, and the, you know, at Walmart, they have the greeters. So we would go to Walmart and there would be this, you know, woman standing at the front greeting you saying, hello, whatever. And I'm like, this woman is a witch. We'd be walking around Walmart. I'd be pointing them out, this cashier or this customer, whoever. We'd go to churches around town. And I'd, okay, the piano player is a witch. The pastor is a witch. That was a big one. Um, these people that are close to the pastor, witch, warlock, it was, it seemed like it was all over the place, almost like, okay, what did you just open my mind up to? To the point at that, at that time, it felt like, okay, I'm more in the spirit realm than in the natural because all I'm seeing is stuff going on in the spirit. But there will come a time where it kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I'm trying to think of how to say it. Not, so, not necessarily that the gift will tone down, but you'll become more used to it. So, because even the location we're at now, I mean, even today there was some, uh, at least one witch that God pointed out to me, but it doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel like, ah, everybody's, no, because I'm used to it at this point after however many years he's been pointing it out. And I will say, you usually operate in it at a young age, but you don't even realize that it's in operation. Cause even when I was younger, I remember people, um, this one year we had thanks, or we would have Thanksgiving at our house every year. But this one year we had Thanksgiving, this one woman was invited over and she went to our church. So I was thinking, okay, cause when you're new in the faith too, you think everybody's good. Everybody that goes to church, they're definitely good. They're not operating the occult. They're not, they go to church. They sit right next to me. They can't be in the occult. They can't be a witch. So I'm thinking everybody that goes to church is a good person, basically. So I remember when I was younger, this, this woman was invited to our house for Thanksgiving because at the time we didn't know, but she had actually made up this story as to why she wasn't spending Thanksgiving with her family and her kids and all this stuff. But at the time, I will say we didn't know she was lying, but I remember, you know how you have that feeling where it's like, oh, something is not right. Why is this making me uncomfortable? Why do I feel like this person is lying? I remember when I heard as to why she was coming over to our house for Thanksgiving, I was like, that doesn't sound right. But again, why would this person lie? This person goes to our church. So anyways, she was at our house and I remember, I was like, I don't want her around my family. I don't want her um, around my family, basically. Like it just, it made me uncomfortable. Come to find out, I think it was maybe, it was several years later. It was probably five years later, God revealed to me that this person was a witch. But at that time, I didn't know I was operating in this gift. So I didn't know I was picking up that this was a witch. I just knew I didn't like her. I didn't like being around her. I didn't trust what she was saying. 
it just it, things no it and two with this gift you can't look at it from the outside because what you're picking up on is not you what you're picking up on has to do with holy what holy spirit chooses to show you this is not oh i'm going to turn this gift on today and i'm going to turn it off tomorrow i'm going to choose um who i pick up on some pick up on something with concerning somebody you you don't get to choose you don't get to choose if it's on or if it's off you don't get to choose if you pick up on what's going on with Dan over here or what's going on with Betty over here you don't get to choose now you can ask God to open your eyes and show you secrets and stuff but what I mean is he's gonna show you what he wants to show you whether or not you want to see it or not which is a great thing so some some other things I remember one year this was London was like London our son was probably four or five we had gone to Walmart again something at Walmart but we had gone to Walmart and I remember I had him in the cart and I was just you know I was pushing the cart and these this older couple this man and this woman come off the aisle we're on the main aisle they come off their aisle and come on the main aisle where we are and I remember when they came off the aisle they came right by the basket and you know how again you just feel like something just made you uncomfortable or even another way to explain it is I'll feel like dirty almost like oh I need to clean I need to wash off but you can tell it's not a physical washing you can tell something spiritual is going on that you just you want to shake it off basically so I remember when they came on the aisle we were on the main aisle we were on they stopped us and they said something about you know asked us how we were doing and said something to London I don't remember what it was and this was probably what nine years ago nine ten years ago and I remember they said something to us whatever like again you can't judge it from the outside because judging from the outside it would have been fine oh they were nice oh that was a nice old couple no 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 you got to take your blinders off you got to believe what he's showing you if you are uncomfortable again if you're uncomfortable press into it do not ignore it don't try to because by saying oh they were sweet oh they were nice what happens you're ignoring it press into it what's going on what is Holy Spirit trying to show me so they spoke to us then they walked off and I remember being like something just didn't feel right I left it alone finish shopping at Walmart get in the car we're driving home I remember we pulled into the driveway and London was like again London was four or five and he was like mommy that was a witch and I said and this was before God was pointing out witches to me so I'm like huh so he's like, mommy, that's a, that was a witch. And I was like, I, and as soon as he said it, Holy Spirit gave me the vision of when we were in Walmart and showed me who he was talking about. Immediately I seen who he was talking about, but I didn't want to say, oh, were you talking about, I wanted to kind of probe his mind to see who he was talking about. So I said, who are you talking about? He said at Walmart, those people, that was a witch. And I said, where? And so he began to explain to me that it was when that couple, you know, came over and approached us and talked to us and two I'm thinking how does he know that that woman is a witch this isn't things I talk about because I've never pointed out a witch and he said she had uh you know her nose looked like a witch basically how the witches look in movies this is how London explained it to me but when I tell you from the outside this woman did not look like a witch she didn't have the witch nose she didn't have the mole she didn't have the hat she, nothing but what happened is clearly he was operating in the gift of discerning of spirits at four to five years old. And God had opened his eyes to this as a witch and showed him what a witch would look like as a child. But if you've seen this woman in person, she looked like a nice little old lady. But no, God had opened his eyes. So I remember that was my first time being like, wow, okay, witches are for real, for real out here. They just, they, and they don't look like it at all. But he picked it up by the spirit. So the same is going to happen to you. It doesn't mean it's going to happen in that way that they look like they have the witch nose and the moles and all that stuff. No, but you will know your witch detector, so to speak, that I call it will go off. And when I tell you mine goes off all the time, you won't even know that I know that you're a witch unless you pick it up in the spirit. But I will pick it up 1000% because God loves to show me who you are. <laughs> so another, another time I'll talk about is... There's so many I could tell. So, so, so many. Even in, in like um, ministry gatherings that we've had. Because another big thing I'll say is when you have this gift, if I was you, I would want to be close to somebody that has this gift. Because when you operate in this gift, 
it is basically you're the eyes and ears to other people. For example, I'm Decoy's eyes and ears. I will point out to him, this is a warlock, this is a witch, this is somebody operating in the occult, this is somebody's intentions. Um, yeah, all that stuff will be pointed out to you. So I, you know, will let Decoy know those types of things. We'll do whatever we need to do. But there, there were certain like church gatherings and stuff that we would hold, certain meetings or whatever it may be, even deliverance sessions. And for whatever reason, I guess because witches are, are used to the body of Christ not operating in the gift of discerning of spirits, that they think I won't pick them up, but I will pick you up. So we would have the gatherings, the church services, whatever, and I always pick you up. I can stand in the front of the of the building and point all of you out to decoy. Like that's that's literally what happens. It again, I don't turn it off, I don't turn it on. It's always going. So I'm always pointing them out to decoy. But again, if you look at it from the natural eye, you're gonna think these people are great people. No, 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 no. Ask Holy Spirit to help you operate in the gift of discerning of spirits because 1000% you want it. You want somebody close to you that's operating in it. And another thing, probably the past, I don't know, maybe few months or so, Decoy, it's increased on Decoy to the point, Decoy is pointing them out to me or Decoy will be like, did you get this person too? We always do that too because still, some of the people again that God shows you will shock you because some of the people that God has showed us has definitely surprised us but at this point in the game they don't shock you anymore because you're used to God pointing them out to you you're used to it being people that you weren't thinking it was going to be but anyways another thing I would do that I pray over my kids as well just like with London I mean I don't remember praying that over him but after that occurrence definitely pray over the, your kids that the gift of discerning of spirits um, that they operate in it as well and that they operate in it at a young age which I believe that kids already operating because if you think about it you can have these five people hold your baby and the baby is fine the baby's not crying the baby's not fussing the baby's gooing and laughing and cooing and all this stuff gooing sorry cooing and all this stuff but this one person when your child gets around them what happens they cry they whine they don't as a baby as a toddler even they don't want to hug this person for instance i remember when i was younger there was this person that was in my family they're not in they were married into my family but they're not in my family anymore divorced thank god but anyways um i remember when i would be around them i would feel so uncomfortable and they were they were in our family for many many years but when i was around them i would feel so uncomfortable i would feel it was like you would feel the evil coming off but as a kid you don't know how to describe it that way so again one thing i do want to say is please listen to your kids if they are uncomfortable about this person but they, think about it they don't know how to voice it i don't want to be around this person this person makes me uncomfortable i can feel the evil coming off we know how to voice it they don't so you need to be their voice so if they feel uncomfortable, if they show signs of being uncomfortable, if they don't want to hug somebody, listen to it. Don't make them go hug this person. Don't make them stay with this person that they're uncomfortable with. Say, for instance, you work and you keep dropping your, your, your child off at this person's house, but they're uncomfortable with it. Find somebody else. They're uncomfortable for a reason. You may be thinking, oh, they're uncomfortable just because they want to be up under me, just because they don't want me to drop them off. No, more than likely they're uncomfortable because they're picking up on something that you can't pick up on just yet. Trust them because they're, like I said, I believe that kids operate in discerning of spirits much earlier. And I feel like as, as we grow older, it's almost like um, the gift is kind of drowned it out because we become so, we, be, we don't become so, um, I guess, in tune with the spirit, so to speak. Instead, we ignore the signs. Kids don't ignore it. Kids know there's something off. But again, they try to tell you in the way of, when you say go hug so-and-so, they throw a fit about it because they don't wanna hug so-and-so. Because 97% of the time, so-and-so is operating in something you don't know what they're operating in. They're in the occult. They're operating in witchcraft, black magic, white magic, whatever it is. But your child is feeling the spirits that are in this person, that are operating within this person, that are operating around this person. They're feeling it, but you're not feeling it. 
another thing, what was, there was a point I was getting to with that. Um, oh, when I was younger and this, this person that was in our family because they were married into our family. Every time I was around them, I was uncomfortable. This person, the way that they treated me was not kind. Um, and I remember when this person's, um, again, I thought that this person just didn't like me for some reason. That's why they treated me the way that they did. But clearly it was because they were operating in the occult much sooner than I recognized. And they seen probably what was on my life. So what, why they were coming at me the way that they were. But anyway, this person also had a family member that would come over. And every time this family member, we were told this family member was coming over, this, this older woman got uncomfortable. It was like that spirit, like you would just feel heavy, like, oh, I don't want to be around this person. Oh, I don't want to see this person. And I know when they come, I got to be respectful. And when they come in the house, I have to tell them hi and I have to give them a hug because you respect your adults. But when I tell you it was difficult as a kid, because when they would come over, you felt like, I didn't know what words to put with it then, but now definitely I can put words to it. There was evil present, 1000%. There was evil present all the way. It was, this, this person, this is what they reminded me of, Corella DeVille. <clears throat> 100% that's what they reminded me of. And it was so, that's about gone. It was so uncomfortable being around them and it felt like Corella DeVille, it was just, oh, just thinking about it makes you just shake. And I'm sure you have been around people like that before, but you think it's just you or you think maybe you're just having a bad day, whatever it is, but no, this person is operating in something and you're picking up on it. Don't ignore it, press into it. God, what are you showing me? What are you trying to show me here? What is this? And 1000% Holy Spirit will show you. But again, do not be double-minded. The word says if you are double-minded, a man that a man that is double-minded, sorry, a man that is double-minded is unstable in all of his ways. Do not be double-minded. I know that that was one thing, one issue I had, especially early on, was being double-minded because you don't want to believe that it is what it is, but believe it, press into it. Not everybody is out, not everybody is for your good. Not everybody wants to see you do good. It's usually the people closest to you that are working those evil altars because they're jealous, because they're envious, because they have an assignment to complete, because they want to go up in ranks. I'm telling you, believe what God shows you. Do not, do not allow their sweetness, their niceness, um, how they come off to you. Say, for instance, oh, this person, no, they're so loving. They invite me over to dinner all the time. Yeah, and you're sitting and eating at the enemy's table. Stop. Don't. Take a break. You should even fast from going to other people's house, fast from eating at other people's table and wait until God reveals to you who this, who, who these people are, because again, they're in your camp. They're not, yes, are they way out here? 1000% they are. They're all over the place, but they're in your camp as well. So be mindful of that. Pray. And before you eat, pray over everything. And once God does show you, who these people are stop eating from their table oh i'll pray over no 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 if god shows you your aunt susan is a witch and she invites you over and and thanksgiving is held at her house everywhere every year thanksgiving is held at, at aunt susan's house every year guess what don't go to aunt susan's house this year for thanksgiving oh well um she also holds uh christmas she makes sure to get ever gets um <laughs> Everybody in the family Christmas presents. Guess what? Don't accept her Christmas presents this year. Get rid of them. Do not put them in your house because the enemy is looking for some type of contact. And if they can get a contact through a gift, guess what they will? Because guess what? All that stuff is prayed over in the occult as well. No. Mm -mm. It, it, throw it away. Get rid of it. Don't keep it. But anyways, back to gifts of discerning of spirits. Um, I know that there's some other ones. What are some other ones, Holy Spirit? There's so many, so many. Um, a lot of times too, it'll be somebody that, that seems so needy, that wants to talk to you all the time, that wants to be around you all the time, that always wants to know what's going on. More than likely, is a witch you're picking up on something too i don't want you to go off what i'm saying and say okay well there's a checklist i need to go down to know if it's a witch no 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 that's the wrong way that way is going to get you in trouble you need to go off of what is god saying what is holy spirit saying 
your inside alarm 1000% will go off. So the next thing I'm going to lead into. So since I've been doing these YouTube lives, God has been showing me. What are the comments saying? Um, okay. Anyways, God has been showing me um, as far as what I'm going to talk about. He doesn't really tell me ahead of time. He tells me the day of. And usually it'll be right before I get on. Like today, he told me. And he said, you know, you're going to teach on the gift of discerning spirits. Okay, I'll go ahead and do that. And he was like, you know, give examples of how you've operated in it, how it works. Okay, I'll do that. So that's my focus today. I was taking some notes, looking at the scripture, whatever. And what happens? Again, how God told us the other day, I want you guys to travel to this location. Um... We went to that location. God, Decoy and I was just talking this morning and how God was saying, how God sent us to this other location on assignment. Okay, we're on assignment. So we just talked about this, you know, talked about that again this morning. With all this traveling and stuff we've been doing, we needed to wash clothes. So we found a laundromat to go to. And it's in this certain area that we've been in a lot. Well, it's close. It's not in this certain area. It's close to the certain area that we're in a lot. It's, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, five minutes away from this area we've been in a lot. But the area we've been in a lot is a really, really nice area. So laundromat is about five or 10 minutes away. We go to the laundromat. Nothing seems, seems off about it with the natural eye. Nothing seems off. It seems like an okay area. So we go in. The laundromat is actually very well kept. It's very nice. We were surprised by that. So uh, we separate the clothes. We put the clothes in the washer. Another thing I want to point out, this this is not the main part of the story, but we're in there, we're putting the clothes in the washer. And this is, you know, I told you earlier that God, even today pointed out a witch to me. We're washing clothes and this woman um, is putting her clothes in the washer and Sarai is, you know, running around so I go to grab Soraya and Soraya is shutting her washer door. Well, I go to grab her and when I look, first of all, a lot of times operating the gift of discerning of spirits, you don't even have to see the person. You can feel it. You know how usually a lot of times when this will happen is when you're at home by yourself, so to speak, and you're, nope, it's just you. And you can feel like, did somebody just walk behind me? What was that? That's kind of how this gift feels. You don't even have to see the person and you can already feel, no, 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 something's not right here. Sometimes you, all you have to do is hear their voice or feel their presence. Why? Because you feel the presence of demonic spirits. It's not you picking it up. You don't have to see it to say, oh, is this person a witch? You don't have to do all that. God will show you because the Holy Spirit will pick up on what that person is carrying. So anyways, we're at the laundromat. This woman is loading her stuff in the washer. I go to grab Sarai because she's shutting the woman's door. And I don't even see her yet, but I can feel that she's a witch. I look up at her and it was just, you know, like I told you, that feeling you get where you want to wash yourself clean or you want to shake something off. So anyways, on to the bigger part of this story. So, Decoy and I separate the clothes. We put the clothes in the washer. And then, you know, we're sitting down waiting for the clothes to finish. As we're waiting for the clothes to finish... It's past Soraya's nap time, our youngest. So I figured, I, I told Akoi, I said, I'll go sit in the car and get her down for a nap while you wait, while, you know, we wait for the clothes to finish. So I come to the car, um, get Soraya to sleep immediately. And I'm, um, you know, taking some notes and stuff on my phone. And every little bit, I just, I, I look up and something was off to me because like i said the area we were in if you looked at it from the natural eye you wouldn't have thought it was a bad area like i said this it's very close to the main area we've been in which is a really nice area so we didn't think anything of it but i know i i when i was sitting in the car and sarai asleep i felt i started feeling uncomfortable and like i was like uh -uh, i can feel the presence of you know demons around basically i could feel what was going on in the spirit room so I said, okay, so I took note of that. And then another time I looked up, and when I looked up, there's a there's a grocery store um, probably just right down the way from the laundromat. And when I look up, I see that there's a security guard or a police officer, whatever. Anyway, he had on a, um, what is it called? A bulletproof vest, just one of the small ones that kind of that covered his chest. It didn't even cover his stomach. At least that's what it looked like as a bulletproof vest. I may have, may, may, 1000% looked like that. It was the black thing that was over top the clothes. And then he had a gun. 
And so I took note again. This is the second thing that made me take note. I'm like, hold on, where are we? <laughs> because why am I feeling the presence of darkness? And then I look over a few minutes later and see the security guard, police officer, whoever he was, I, coming out of the, um, the, the grocery store. You could tell that he patrolled the area, basically. So I'm like, okay, something's off. Anyways, I don't pay that much attention to it. I just kind of notice, okay, something's being pointed out. So I get back to my phone, taking my notes, um, sitting there, you know, having a conversation with God. And then I look up a third time. And when I look up this time, I just, you know, here and there, I see people going in and out of the laundromat. I'm just looking up here and there. So this time that I look up, this is a third red flag. I look up and there's this uh, right off, it wasn't a red flag, though. I'm going to get more to it in the story. There's this guy and this woman, and they have a baby. And they um, they went inside the laundromat, and then I seen him come out of the laundromat. And I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. Nothing looks off to me. Again, don't judge anything by the natural eye. Gift of discerning the spirit you want to operate in. So I look. The guy is coming out of the laundromat. Um, he was on the phone or something. I don't know. And then he goes back in. And then when I look up another time, here he is and he comes out and he has um, the infant carrier. And I just love babies. So anytime, you, you can ask Decoy, anytime I see a baby, I can be holding my own baby, but I see a baby and I'll say out loud, aw, or I'll say to Decoy, oh, I just want to hold the baby. That's just how I've always been. So he has the infant carrier and he's walking out of the laundromat. And I say to myself, I'm like, aw. And God's like, no, 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 there's a red flag there. So, God starts telling me, um, I'm trying not to get emotional about this. This was just crazy. This happened today. So, God says, you're going to teach on the gift of discerning of spirits. So, then, this is what happens today. So, sitting in the, in the car, Soraya asleep, I look over, and what I see is this, when this guy comes back, he, I guess he puts the baby in the car, he comes back to the laundromat, and he's standing in front of the door. And what I'm seeing now is this vision. Yeah, it's definitely a vision because this is not what was out in the open. Anyway, God opened my eyes and I see this vision of the guy and he's standing in front of the laundromat doors. It's sliding doors. So, you know, you just walk up and it opens itself. So he's standing there. He walks up to the laundromat. The doors slide open and I see all these people in there. And what I see and I, his, his um, hands are bandaged up. One has a cast on. The other one is just, I guess, bandaged up. Um, so anyways, he's standing in front of the laundromat, doors open up, he's facing everybody, and he has a gun in his hand. And I see him just start shooting, and all these people are laying on the ground at the laundromat. The laundromat that we're still at. So after I see that, and I hear God say, somebody, that basically he's going to shoot up the laundromat. And I'm like, huh? That was just weird to me. I never had something like that as far as operating gift of dis gift of discerning spirits happen. So that happens. I'm like, huh? So I kind of just, you know, leave it alone. I'm like, no, that's, I definitely didn't hear that. That, no, this isn't going to happen. So I'm trying to focus on what I'm focused on, taking notes on my phone. And I hear him say, no, this guy is going to shoot, you know, people in the laundromat. And I'm like, okay, well, let me go ahead and pray about it. So I said, you know, a prayer about it that, you know, Basically, it wouldn't happen. Everybody would be protected and thought that that was good enough. So I went back to the notes of my phone and God's like, no, no, no. You basically you you need to do something now. You guys need to leave now. And I'm like, huh? And I'm still thinking, is this I'm still trying to wrap my mind around what's going on, because again, something like this. No, this had not happened before. So now what I'm shown is, is I'm shown a vision and in the vision all these people are laying dead on the laundromat floor and one of those people is our daughter Alethea. I was like, hold on. Okay, this is the now, and, and not only was I hearing this and was I being shown this, but the feeling I got was chills, like just all over my body. And I was like, no, 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 okay. So I text Akoi again. I'm sitting in the car right here where I am now. Sarai is asleep on me. And so I text Akoi, I'm like, how much longer does the clothes have left and while he's texting me back I you know you can see the little line where he's responding I was like no no no, let me because Holy Spirit was pressing me pressing it upon me so fast so heavy I was like I'm not even gonna wait for him to respond I'm just gonna tell him we need to go but anyway 
he responded back to me and he said it has four minutes left. Let me pick up my phone so I can see what exactly was said. Um, so anyways, he said, um, I said, how much time left? He said four minutes. So then I explained to him what God had shown me um, as far as the vision of the man standing in the front of the door with the gun. But I didn't, I didn't explain to him who this guy was. I didn't explain to him what this guy had on. So he didn't know who I was talking about. And I said, the feeling that I felt when this guy showed up and, you know, shot the gun was somebody that was very angry as though, you know, some people can have this ex that's so angry that they come and they want to get revenge. That's the feeling I felt when I seen this guy. So I told Okoye, it's like an angry ex coming for revenge. So he texts me back and he's like, the guy in here who works here was just arguing with another customer. I had no idea. I'm sitting in the car. I didn't, even when I looked over, nothing looked like an argument to me. Nothing looked like there was an issue going on. And I said, oh, okay, it's it like 100%, it's time to go. He said the customer and his girlfriend was arguing with the employee in, in the laundromat. And I said, okay, we need to go right now. And he said the guy was very aggressive. The cop came, I missed all that. I didn't even see a cop come. I seen, like I said, the cop or security guard, whoever, I guess it was probably a cop because it had a, he had a gun. But anyway, I seen the cop come out of the, um, the grocery store several minutes earlier pushing in, uh, pushing a card in and then he went back in the grocery store so anyways he said the cop came um wait, wait, let me see yeah so that was that was all i had texted him so anyways i text him that so decoy is like well first he said well if anything i'll just bring alathia and london out to the car and then i'll go back in and to get the clothes so he brought alathia and london out to the car I'm almost in tears at this point, not because of me and the natural. It was because of what I was picking up on in the spirit. So, and I don't like to, I don't like for um, the Soraya to not get all of her nap because, you know, then they can be fussy afterwards and stuff. But guess what? Today was different. She was not going to finish her whole nap. Today, she was, she was going to get woken up early. So, Decoy brings London and Alethea to the car very quickly. He didn't go, he didn't get the clothes yet. Cause again, you know, he wanted to get them out. And then I woke Sarai up quickly. And then, um, I start explaining to them, you know, the full story of what God had shown me. Decoy goes back in the laundromat, um, just throws the stuff in the, you know, the rollaway carts. I wasn't even going to sort. I wasn't going to fold. I wasn't going to nothing. I said, no, God has said, we need to go now. We need to get out of here now. And again, to, or not again, to something I want to mention is it was not fear that I was operating in because that was one thing. Well, that was one reason why I was putting this off. Like, no, no, no. Is it God really saying this? Because in the past I had, I was under fear so much that I was thinking, Maybe this is what it is. Maybe the enemy is trying to plant a seed and wants me to come into agreement with it. That's what I was thinking. But God had pressed that thing upon me so hard that I was like, this definitely ain't the enemy. This is God trying to give me a warning. You need to get out of here. So anyways, Decoy goes and gets, brings the kids out, goes back in, gets the clothes. Don't even sort them, fold them, nothing. I said, uh-uh, God's saying, we even took the car seat covers off the girls' car seats, washed them. I said, uh-uh. God is saying we need to get out of here. So just throw the clothes in the car. Don't even put the car seat covers back on the car seat. We just need to get out of here. So I went, um, so he went and, you know, was getting the clothes out, bringing it back to the car. And then I went in the back of the car. Now at this point, the guy is parked like two rows behind us. So I could, oh, no, 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 no. I left out a main part. Let me go back. When the kids and Decoy come to the car, Decoy is like, he points behind the car and he's like, that's the guy right there that was arguing with the employee. So I, and so as soon as he said that, I don't see the guy yet. I just, God flashes before my eyes this vision and he shows me the guy again that was holding the gun and, you know, shooting in the laundromat. So when he shows me that again, I'm like, oh my gosh. So Decoy is pointing out the guy, but I haven't seen him yet. So I can't even confirm. And I just know by what God has shown me. So I turn around 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, Decoy, that's the guy. That is the guy that God showed me in the vision that said was going to come in and shoot everybody in the laundromat. So then that was wild because here he is standing two rows of cars behind us. And at this point, this the um, cop has gone over and is trying to calm him down, talk to him. And so I get out of the car because I'm going to put the stroller back in the trunk. So when I get out, the, um, the cop walks off. He goes back in the laundromat. And here it is. Decoy was in the laundromat too. And the kids and I, the kids were in the car. And I was standing outside the car putting the stroller up. So when I'm standing behind the car putting the stroller up, the guy calls his buddy. And I'm here. I'm listening to the whole conversation. Um, it was yeah anyways he calls the guy and he's like he starts telling him just a little bit about what happened that basically he got into an argument with somebody and he said i'm gonna need you to come handle this and i'm like what <laughs> no 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 just throw everything in the car and let's get out so he said i'm in something about you know i need you to come handle this this is what happened and he said and you know i can't do anything because my hands are broke so now even I'm thinking, why are your hands broke? Because you got into some other type of fight. So anyway, he said, I'm going to need you to handle it because my hands are broke. You know, whatever. So he's telling the guy he needs to come up there. And then after that, he goes into detail about what the argument was, you know, in the laundromat. And then after that, um, he got off the call. And then right after that, the cop comes back over to him. And then after that, some more cops show up. And the guy's like, the guy that you know, the God to show me in the vision that had the gun, he said that he's the one that called the cops. So anyways, one thing I was like, well, God, you know, can't we just stay because nothing's going to happen? Um, you know, I prayed about it. He said, no, I want you out of this area. So we just threw everything in the car, drove out of the area. And that was that. But that just shows you an example of discerning of the spirits. If you would have looked around in the environment, there was nothing in the environment that told you it was the wrong side of town. There was not even looking at the guy, looking at the guy. I didn't think something was wrong. I no, nothing. Even looking at the woman, nothing. But because of what God showed us, look what happened. We were protected. Um, anyways, that was just wild. After it happened, all of us or all three of us, me, Decoy in London, just no. It was something you definitely had to shake off because and also praising God because the situation could have gone in a whole different way like it no that was just wild and and after after we had left it was like uh uh let's just shake this off let's put our mind on something else because it just no 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 it just made you feel so uncomfortable so weird it was like again it was that feeling like you just had to shake some things off but again that's an example of operating in the gifts of the and the gift of discerning of spirits you definitely want it not only do you want it, you want to operate in it daily. Um, yeah, and please believe what you are getting. Please believe what you are getting. One thing I will pray, Lord God, we ask that you increase everybody's gift of discerning of spirits, the Holy Spirit, that you give everybody the gift of discerning of spirit, that they operate in it heavily, especially in this time that we are in, Lord God. We ask that they're not double-minded. We ask that when you show them what you plan on showing them that they believe it father god that they do not think that it's their mind that they do not think that it's the enemy help them to trust that it's your voice help them to trust um what they're seeing what they're getting what they're hearing what they're feeling because one of the main things father god as we know when you have the gift of discerning of spirits it has a lot to do with the way that you feel so, Father God, we ask that you help them to believe what they're feeling, believe what they're getting. Help them to not shut off the gift. Help them to not want to shut off the gift. Help them to press into it. Help them to trust what they are getting and to not be double-minded. Believe it. Trust it. I am pleading with you. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. Because God is going to show you. He's going to show you so much of those around you in your camp. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. Trust it. I don't care if this person has been in your life for 30 plus years. I don't care if this person is your sister. I don't care if this person is your husband. Guess what? He can be a warlock. He can be in the occult. I don't care if this person is your daughter. Trust what you're getting. You don't know what everybody does behind closed doors. I don't even care if you live with the person. You don't know what they're doing when they go to the bathroom. You don't know what they're doing when they're when they're in the office down the hallway. You do not know. 
trust what you are getting one thing i will say this is the last day of the fast but if you heard something if you didn't heard hear something continue to fast for it even if you take a couple days off and start fasting again god is exposing and clearly he's exposing a lot in the month of november probably in the in the last quarter of this year he's exposing even more that's what i'm hearing the, the last quarter of this year is divine exposure trust what you are getting especially with these holidays coming up guess what you're gonna be going to people's house for thanksgiving you're gonna be going to people's house for christmas don't eat everything don't accept gifts from just anybody don't do it you do not know who these people are even though you think that you know this person this is my sister this is my aunt this is my uncle again this is my husband i don't care they could be operate in the occult and you don't know it so trust what you are getting i'm hearing that hard core from god trust what you are getting trust what you are seeing trust what you are feeling i don't care if it's your own mother guess what there are a lot of people out here that and they don't know that their mother is operating in witchcraft they think oh no my mom goes to church i don't care there's probably more witches in church than there are just regular people they want to be buddy buddy with you they want to be close with you they want you to think they're reading out of their bible no they, and they know the Bible more than you. But you think, oh, it can't be so-and-so. Yes, it can. Fast, fast, fast. I would say at least one to three times a week for the rest of this year. And God will expose. Believe him. Do not be double-minded. Do not be double-minded. There, so, there is a list of people that God has exposed to me that is people that are not around us that are not we don't know like that but then there's friends there's family there's people in our circle trust it please trust it trust it trust it another thing there can be some time like even if you have to say god increase my faith with this i only have a mustard seed of faith increase god guess what god will increase it because god wants you to know who these people are more than you want to know who they are i'm telling you he because he wants to he wants you to know how to how to maneuver when these people are around he wants you to know how to pray when these people are around because again these people are not just around just to play and play in witchcraft no they're here to affect your destiny your destiny is lying dormant your destiny is is locked up is tied up why because of these people you're feeling depressed you're feeling suicidal you're feeling anxious you you're riddled with fear you're paralyzed why because these people that are in your camp that do not care for you sis wake up they are not for your good this this friend that has been your friend for 30 plus years guess what she's operating in witchcraft yes she's operating in witchcraft stop talking to her stop giving out information stop when i tell you i'm hearing god's heart on this stop it do not eat at everybody's table it's the people that are sitting here so nice and kind to you. Guess what? It's a witch. It's a warlock. Allow God to show you. Allow God to open your eyes to it and trust him. Do not be double-minded. I hear my father's voice and the voice of a stranger I do not follow. I hear my father's voice, the voice of a stranger I do not follow. Say it all day long. All day long. And then when he shows you, trust him. Because he's going to show you. It's going to be so plain that you can't deny it don't deny it whatever you do don't deny it not only that guess what they're going to show up in visions you're going to start having visions of these people they're going to show up in your dreams keep a notepad by, beside you because guess what you're going to be waking up at three o'clock four o'clock six o'clock in the morning times that you don't normally wake up no 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 you don't need to get up and go pee you need to get up and write down that dream that you just had because the witchcraft that's going on around you that's silencing you that's silencing your destiny the whole reason you were put on this earth and it's not being fulfilled because of the people in your camp guess what they're being placed in your dreams because god is opening your eyes and showing you don't disregard your dreams write them down i don't care if you don't understand what it means write it down because guess what you can go to holy spirit holy spirit show me give me dream interpretation for this dream and he will one thousand percent he will believe him trust him even if he doesn't do it right away and again fast one to three times a week the last quarter of this year because your eyes will be open you've got to fast because you've got to move the gunk out of the way and when you fast don't get on social media don't watch the news don't be on the phone with all these people because that's another way that they use to keep 
all this gunk around you and in you so that you don't hear and see what's going on. When you fast, not only fast from food, fast from social media, fast from TV, fast from talking to all these people like you usually do. Do it, I'm telling you, it will pay off. Your eyes will begin to be opened. God will show you dreams, God will show you visions. For example, somebody will call call you, this person that you're used to talking to on the regular. They call and guess what? This time when you see their name pop up on your phone, guess what? You're going to feel uncomfortable. Why? Because God is trying to get your attention. Press into it, press into it, press into it, press into it, press into it. Do what? Press into it. Do not ignore it. I promise you, God will show you. And the more that you press into it, the more that you believe God, the more that you trust God, the more you will better effectively operate in this gift 1000% how do I know it because I've been there how do I know it because I've done it trust it trust it trust it your eyes will open to the point that you're like okay now I understand how I'm more spirit than I am flesh why because now you're going on this fast and this fast is removing the blinders from your eyes removing your clogged up removing whatever's been clogging up your ears removing this um demonic covering that they placed on you these people that are in your camp that are supposed to be your best friend they're supposed to be uh your favorite aunt that are supposed to be your husband your wife whoever it is that is in your camp to hinder your destiny to hinder the whole reason why you're on this earth these people have put these blinders on your eyes put these blinders in your ears put this um demonic covering over you so to speak i know because i've experienced it over and over and over and over and over again but guess what when you fast that stuff will be removed fast every week for the last quarter of this year and trust that god will expose because he is in the business of exposing and he wants to expose he does not want to allow those people to still stay there why he sent you to this earth correct he sent you on this earth to fulfill your destiny correct so if he sent you here, but the main reason why he sent you here is not being fulfilled, is not being done, don't you think he wants to do something about that? Don't you think that he loves you enough to show you Auntie Susie is a witch? Don't you think that he loves you enough to show you that your best friend Rachel is operating in the occult? Yes, he wants to show you because why? They're working their evil altars silencing you silencing your voice here you are depressed and you don't know why here you are depressed why am i depressed i'm not unhappy i enjoy life but i'm depressed why do i feel so sad you're sad because they're working their evil altars your best friend that's in your camp that's been in your camp for 30 plus years is working her evil altar against you that's why that's why but instead you get on medication i'm gonna get on medication for anxiety i'm gonna get on medication for uh, depression. I'm going to get on medication so I don't feel suicidal. No. All you're doing is silencing what God is trying to get your attention about. Yes, I understand why you want to be on medication because usually when you get on it, now it numbs you to the degree that, okay, now I can function in life. Okay, now I can go where I need to go. Oh, I don't like being around people. I get anxiety, so I'm going to get on Xanax. I understand it. But when you get on Xanax, you're silencing the very thing that God is trying to show you. Don't do it because now you're on depression medication. You're on anxiety medication. Now you don't necessarily feel this strong pull to seek God about why you're feeling this way. To seek God for help to, to get out of this. Why? Because you've numbed yourself. Now you're on the medication and now you can function. That's awesome. You can function. But stop taking the medication. Stop. You, you don't feel this way because... Majority of the time, you do not feel this way because of your brain chemistry, because you lack serotonin, because depression runs in your family. That's fine. It can run in your family. Yeah, because that evil altar that's being fed and now this best friend of yours is helping fuel that evil altar that's caused everybody in the family bloodline depression. They're just working that evil altar that's been on the bloodline for generations. That's it. Stop taking the medication. Stop, 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 stop. It is just silencing what God is trying to get your attention about. If you feel anxiety, if you feel like you don't want to be alive anymore, if you're feeling depression, seek God. And I'm sure some of you have probably been seeking God. Fast. Fast until you get an answer. 
say that you're not going to stop fasting until you get the answer something but you've got to press in because it's in your camp you're feeling depressed because of the people in your camp you're feeling depressed you're having anxiety because of the people in your camp because of what they're doing at their evil altars and god is trying to show you who these people are believe him believe him do not be double-minded believe him will you be shocked yes i was Will you be surprised? Yes, I was many times. But please believe him. Trust him. I trust the Lord with all my heart and I lean not on my own understanding. That's another scripture you should meditate on constantly. I trust the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. Because you think this person is not bad. This person is not evil. This person, that, 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 that. No. You're only seeing the natural. You're seeing them in the flesh. How do they look in the spirit? Fast, then you'll see what's going on in the spirit. Then you'll see what's, what they're operating in in the spirit. 1,000%. Fast. The last quarter of this year, do yourself a favor. Fast one to three times a week the last quarter of this year. And I promise you, things will pop off. I promise you, that friend that you were comfortable around all this time, you, become, you begin to become uncomfortable around them. This aunt's house you used to eat at all the time. Now when you go over there to eat, guess what? Mm. You make your plate. Why do I not want to eat this? Why did I lose my appetite all of a sudden? Why, why holding this plate of food made me feel uncomfortable? Because of what they're operating in. Well, I'm, I'm going to eat anyway. I'll just pray over it. Uh-uh. I'll just plead the blood of Jesus. I don't think so. Plate goes in the trash. I'm not eating today. Not from here. No. Because Why? This person that's operating in witchcraft, that's in the occult, is feeding you from the enemy's table. This food that they're feeding you at this Thanksgiving y'all plan to go, go to in November, guess what? They prayed over this food. Not godly prayers. Oh, they go to church. No, 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 no. Not, not, not the church you think they go to. No. They're praying curses over your food. So all... <laughs> Oh, this is the aunt that keeps everybody together. This is the aunt that makes sure everybody's good. Everybody's taken care of financially. Everybody's uh, close and, and there's no <clears throat> issue in the family. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stop eating from her table. She put curses on your food. And then you look in the family. Why is this going on in the family? Why is that going on in the family? Hmm. It's that aunt that you're eating at, at, at their house. Yeah. That's who it is that finds any chance to talk to you, that finds any chance to bring you food, that finds any chance to buy you a gift, buy your kids gifts. Stop, 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 stop. You feel the red flag, believe the red flag. Please just listen because God wants to show you before the end of the year, the year is out, God will expose. He will expose, believe him, trust him. God said, that's all I got to say. So that's all I got to say. So we're ending it now. I'm excited to see what tomorrow is about. Because today definitely, well, every day surprised me. This is what, day, day three for November. But we started in October. So this is day four total. It's been great. Listen. Again, listen, listen, listen. Trust what God is saying. Trust what he's showing you. Trust what you're feeling. Listen, 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 listen. I'm pleading with you, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Write down your dreams. Write down your visions. Two, when he starts pointing people out to you, write them down. Because sometimes what, what will happen is he'll show you so many and you're still trying to wrap your mind about, around about it that you might forget about this person. No, no, no. Just write them down so you remember. Keep your list going. Title it witches. Title it the occult exposed. Title it whatever you want to title it. But write, write it down if you need to. Trust him, believe him. I'm excited about tomorrow. Today has been great. I was excited about today's because I want to get this out. I want you guys to understand. I want you to operate in this gift, not only you, but I want your kids to operate heavily in it. Help them with it, trust them. If they say they're scared to go in the closet, they're scared to go in the bathroom, guess what? There's probably something in there, something that you can't see. Trust them. And it's probably in their room, why? Because that gift that Auntie Susie gave them it's right there. It's that blanket that Auntie Susie bought for him. Oh, this is so cute. It's just what he wanted. Uh-huh. Auntie Susie knew exactly what he wanted. Auntie Susie knew he would love it. 
Auntie Susie knew he would want to sleep with it every night. And Auntie Susie was going to use it as that divine contact, as that piece, that connection piece to come visit him every night. Please listen to them. Please don't accept everything. Cleanse your house. Another Lord God, show them, show the people what is in their house that is not of you. Continue to expose those who need to be exposed, Father God. Thanksgiving is coming up. Help them to not eat from everybody's table. If these people that are preparing this food are part of the occult, we ask that they are so uncomfortable going to these people's houses. I don't care how long they, they've known them. I don't care how much love they have for them. Expose them, Lord. Expose them. Have them when they show up to the house that they feel so uncomfortable going in. That even after they go in and they make their plate of food for Thanksgiving, that they, they lost their appetite. They, they, don't even, they feel uncomfortable even taking a to-go plate. Show them who, who these people are. Help them to believe you. Remove the spirit of double-mindedness because that's what it is, a spirit of double-mindedness. Remove it. Remove the blinders from their eyes. Remove uh, what's been stuck up in their ears. Remove it. Remove the clutter that's been in the environment. Remove it, Father God, and help them to trust you no matter what. Father God, we trust you and we lean not on our own understanding. We thank you for exposing, 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 exposing. And we're going to believe you no matter what. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're done for today. Um, I had fun today. I'm excited for what God is going to talk about tomorrow. We'll all be surprised because I don't know yet. But good night. I love you guys. Bye. What do I know? There we go.